I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, the next show in the Everyman, by the way, I'm looking at the Everyman Spring Season Program, is on Tuesday night, and that's Don Pasquale. And you covered that on the program last week. Huge excitement about that. Yeah, one night only. One night only, but yeah. I mean, like, it's set in a modern setting, yeah. in a plastic surgery clinic, and it is going to have everyone roaring laughing, as well as the superb music. And on Wednesday night, the following night, and Thursday night, so I'm saying, lads, book yourselves in for a couple of nights in the Everyman, at least this week. You're going to be treated to Dante Dan, which was written by Gina Moxley, is directed here by Aaron Monaghan. And I met Gina a couple of weeks ago when they had a bit of a, f- a photo call in the Everyman. And we You're mad for the cameras. I'm fierce mad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I need a haircut. I'm hiding it <laughs> under my hat at the moment. Anyway, I met Gina upstairs in the dressing room. And do you know, we had a great old chat. Gina, you just had a busy day. You've taken the train to Cork and you're going to get the train back I to am very the other capital city. I just came down for the launch of the season yeah. here at the Everyman and I'm thrilled that I have my old play, Dante Dan, going on next week. And then later in their season, I have my play, The Patient Gloria. Is there a distance of time between the two scripts? Oh, there certainly <laughs> is. Dante Dan was written in 1995. Mm, okay. And The Patient Gloria was first performed, I'm kind of gaga since the pandemic. I, it was 2018. Yeah, it's all For the theatre festival yeah. at the Abbey. Okay. And then we did Edinburgh the following year. Then everybody closed down. And just before Christmas, we did St. Anne's Warehouse in New York. My God. Yeah, I know. Did There's you get to go? Much. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm not that stupid. I'm not allowing anyone else to do it anymore. <laughs> Forgive me, you know more about this than I do. Okay, I do. <laughs> We'll go back to Dante Dan because I suppose that was a beginning of yeah. the journey, I suppose. That was my first play, wow. actually. I had been working as an actor and I had quite close to that time started to work a little bit with Rough Magic and Lynn Parker and Siobhan Burke, who was yeah. manager at the time, kind of in a crazy fit of whatever, decided to ask me to write a play for them. And she asked you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... They must have seen something in your... <laughs> they must yeah. have got loved them. <laughs> your water. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> your tea. Uh, it took me ages, but yeah, yeah. finally we performed but it in 95. That was rough magic, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, everybody 
was jealous of Rough Magic in Dublin. I oh, know. I know. So they I, were doing all the right things with all the right people. And sure, I tormented them for yeah. a job, like <laughs> until they finally crumpled. So, yeah, yeah it was worth it. Okay. <laughs> but the story you picked on, I suppose, was something you knew about yourself. And you're talking about Cork, really, isn't it? Well, uh, it's less really. I mean, I kind of call it also geographic because could be anywhere. Yeah, it was where I grew up, sitting on a bridge and outside town mm. with absolutely nothing to do all summer long. So I just wanted to talk about teenagers and sex and puberty and sexuality and wanted to flip the usual thing of a male predator on a vulnerable female. Mm. And I thought, well, that assumes that all females don't have any sexual feelings, that they're completely innocent. And I hate that kind of just gendered no, stupidity. It's yeah. So I thought, oh, well, what would happen if it's the girl preys on a vulnerable boy? So for a lot of that to happen and for it not to be nostalgic. Now, this sounds like I had a plan. I didn't really. Okay. I was just writing away and yeah. whatever. It reveals itself yeah. as you go along. So I thought I definitely didn't want adults thwarting them or watching them. So that's a kind of a, a thing at a distance. They're never on stage. Yeah. So the young people are, they're learning in front of us, if you know what I mean. So <laughs> that's how they find out things. Their voyage of discovery. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what yes. a horrible time. And tragic <laughs> as well. You've got f- four characters, is it? We've got um, five. Five. Yeah. Okay. There's so, Dante Dan, who's a 14-year-old boy with a kind of mental functioning age of about eight. There's an older couple who provide a lot of the information about sex unwittingly. A chancer called Noel, who's kind of training greyhounds. A girl called Burr, who's got a job in the mini market, who's just hates it. Her younger sister, Dolores. And the kind of linchpin of the show is a girl called Cactus. Ah. So, so you throw them all together into this soup yeah, <laughs> of hormones. Let them sit on the bridge <laughs> until something happens, essentially. It must have been very hard writing distinct characters. Did you write them as couples or duos or um, other sisters? It's very hard to look back to see, you know, How chicken or egg, and yeah. you just think, Jesus, how did I figure that out? Okay. I wish I had the formula so I could do it again. <laughs> it, it, it was contrasts, yes. really. Yeah. The two younger girls, Dolores and Cactus, would be the same age in school. Dolores is a good kind of mammy's girl. She kind of does what she's told, but she also tries to kind of ape her bigger sister, Burr, and especially Cactus, who's her contemporary, and who's as bold as brats, and curious and smart. She's too smart for where she is. And I guess Cactus's thing is without her being able to articulate it, of course, because she's only 13 or 14. She is wanting to be in charge, have the power over her own sexuality, mm. not for someone like the older guy, Noel, coming on to her without kind of going like, no, I know what's mm. going on here. Mm. So 
It's well, a battle of power, really, and of will, but very good crack. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> that was my next question. When did humour creep into this? It never really left it. I mean, isn't that how teenagers communicate? Yeah, and I just think that they have no, they have no sense of themselves. They they don't even realise they're funny. Yeah. Like I haven't seen it obviously for years, and I was just in at rehearsals the other day, and I was like. Oh, my oh. God, I'm so sorry. I'm laughing at my own jokes here. <laughs> this is really, like, mortifying. But the cast are just fab. They've got it, like, even though it's in terms of their experience, yeah. like, even the mid-'90s, sure, none of them were even born then. But it's it's funny. They have just picked up the kind of speed of... It's that cork kind of, yeah. you know... I don't know. It's like the patois, of course, but it's also, it's kind of really deadpan cam and then hysterical in the same sentence and cutting, biting, like vicious, but hilarious. (laughs) Was your pen sharpened a little bit as a result of the process, I suppose, of working with Lynn Parker and... Uh, No, funny enough. I went off up to Annam Carrick, the Ah, Tyrone Guthrie Centre, and... This is having done nothing now for ages. Well, I did. I tried to start another play. And I gave that to Lynn. And I I can't do it verbatim, but the effect of it was just put that in a plastic bag now and forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) And it was great advice. Very brave. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I hadn't a clue how to write a play, even though I'd been in them. And then... Something clicked yeah. in Anna McCarrick, and it's like, okay, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's okay. It's about teenagers. It's about sex. And then I just, the characters just kind of arrived and started talking to each other. And I thought, Jesus, we're away in a hack here now. <laughs> this is crack. Isn't the imagination a wonderful thing? It is wild. <laughs> if only we were in control of it, it would be great. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had that visitation. Oh, so <laughs> am I, I tell you. And you were focused enough and you've continued, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm very fortunate to work across a couple of things in theatre, mm. like performing and laterally directing and writing. You're, if you're not doing one thing, you're doing the other. <laughs> Look busy anyway. Well, that's how you make a living, isn't it? Just, just about. Between, just between just you and me. Just about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it was great to have a chat with you. Uh, okay. Thanks so much. Thanks for opening up the window to something that's quite personal. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I hope to see you in there. Okay. Great. I'd like to see the result of your mad imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million. I'm told it's highly entertaining and I recommend it to everybody to come along and join me. <laughs> Great. And as I'm sure everyone will. Gina, thanks. Thanks a million. Thanks so much. That just sounds fantastic. Dante Dan booking at the Everman Theatre this week. Now, of course, just a few days into February, we were celebrating Law e Labrida, the first day of spring. And this is our first National Bank holiday in honour of St. Bridget. So to honour that, I'm going to play the new release from Anya Gorman, Victoria Keating together. This is Bridget, part one, Becoming. Brave lights burning still too dim to guide. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.